It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. You're here. We did it. We're here. That's right. Reunited at last. Finally. You've all been waiting for this day ever since that very controversial finale with all the headlines that generated, all the, the clickbaity takes and the, the crossfire on social media. None of that happened, literally. Um, but Alistair is back. Our favorite chap to jump on and chat with us. He pitched something many, many moons ago. And finally, today, we have him back on. We're so lucky. We're so grateful. We're so excited to have him back on to finally, um, you know, make sure that we actually reviewed the thing he pitched. Did some people have to watch it twice and cram it in today? Possibly. We will get to that soon. But for now, it's your boys. And I'm going to throw to Christopher here because, Christopher, it's, it's my kind of week. It's hashtag review one thing. And it's because we've got a very special of special guests. I'm thrown off my rhythm for 30 second games. Who's even doing it today? Um, I think Ali will be doing the 30 second game. But firstly, I wanted to apologize to Ali because he was our first Mm. special guest. So special. We crammed him in the middle of a two hour podcast that not many people listen to because it was two hours. Yeah, that was rude. That was rude rude of us. Did did the analytics say no one listened to that one? (laughs) (laughs) They ran away from it. I could tell you that our only other avid listener never got all the way through it, that she thought she was the first special guest on the pod and I had to correct her. (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> to be fair, much like me hiding songs inside pictures recently, you were very hidden <laughs> I didn't realise how much yeah, you were yeah, you were like yeah, I, lots of Russian. I got dolls so like taken aback by like well not taken aback that's not the right word i got so excited about doing mm. this state of the pod pod it'll be two hours it would have segments oh, yeah. it'll have we parts of things we'll, we'll bring yeah. ali in then we'll kick him back out and then we'll finish our pod that it was so convoluted that the only person that found that really interesting was myself so oh, i'm sure <laughs> I, I would have I enjoyed it. I was if you, yeah, you were there. Listen, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. um, I I enjoyed it at the time. Ali, did you enjoy that one? Yeah, I listened to it for myself. It was good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like what the people have wanted from the analytics might not have said this, but the people on the street said this. They wanted Ali uncut, pure, unfiltered, raw, <laughs> all the adjectives. Um, so that's why you're here today. But being a guest, how 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 familiar are you with 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 the tropes and, and the, the tech as we've got going here. How does it work here, Ali? According to you, could you tell us in about 30 seconds how it works? Um, and Christopher, could you help me by starting a timer of some kind? Because I usually do it on my phone, and this week I'm, I'm not able to do such a thing. I can, fi- I can find a timer. I can find a timer. I have two phones Thanks, on the go at the moment. I have one as a camera. <laughs> Fantastic. And I have another ready for a timer. 
So, so, ladies and gentlemen, our special guest is about to tell you all about the pod in only 30 seconds. Do you believe he can even do it? Skeptical myself, but here we go. Christopher, count him down. You have three seconds to tell new listeners, Ali. You, you could be on three. a new listener oh, pod. Uh, it's Ali. three seconds. Ali, you better... <laughs> in yeah. three seconds. You have, in three seconds, you will have 30 seconds. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to tell new listeners what the pod is all about. And go. Here with your friend, and they say... You should definitely watch this film, listen to this series, listen to, listen to this album, but you're never going to do it. So you say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll put that on the list. I put that on the list. But the, you know, there is no list and there's just, the list doesn't exist. The list will never be there. So that is why you make a podcast. The podcast is the list. Wow. The podcast is the list you put the things on. Wow. And then you're measured on that by reviewing it to each other. <laughs> That was good. Oh, that's that so was good. good. We're basically nah, the lie just... that people say to each other. <laughs> as wow, a that's, that's profound. That's 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 profound stuff. That's genuinely there is no list, Ali. That's so no, this is this is the list. This is the list. Sure, but you go through life adding to this list, and this <laughs> it's just it's just a very funny uh, social sort of excuse to be polite when people are throwing stuff at you and you're like, yep. you know, part of me might have all the goodwill and faith to do that. But part of me is like, leave me alone. And then you get trapped in a podcast and you have to have a list and it's fine. Um, that was really, really good actually. Um, Christopher, I feel like having thrown our guest off by making him even for a second, think it was a three second game. I think you should now try <laughs> the three second game. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Three, two, one, go. We pitched stuff and then we review it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> podcast, that's actually, podcast. That's actually oh, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> and then well, someone welcome. wins, but if I couldn't. I couldn't fit that in that quickly. Someone wins. If you are um, now feeling very, very familiar with the podcast, if you're a new listener, then um, good for you. That is some exemplary um, skills you're showing to take the little crumbs we're offering you and make of it a full picture of what we do here this week. We are going to get to our review now. We're going to get straight into the good stuff. It's soon going to become clear, right? Because when we had Bex on and Bex pitched the Changeling pilot, um, Bex was, um, she decided to take a step back and sort of let us play our little parlor game in front of her hmm. while she observed and made her own comments and hosted and lorded over us the fact that she'd already gone through the whole Changeling. This week, we need to get, we need to get our boy Ali on the board. So he's got his own guesses too. For our scores so it's just going to be an absolute melange a mess of guesses and scores which is what it's what the people always want they're always like more guesses more scores more, more scores. people more chaos. Are, are you yeah. suggesting that this podcast could become absurd yeah. offbeat and raunchy which is what oh, the description of the tv show is that we're reviewing <laughs> on <laughs> netflix <laughs> wow and those are oh, the tags segue. Segue. what a segue it's such it, a good segue i need to absurd, absurd. Yeah. offbeat and raunchy Ooh. but then i think well, that's, I can, there are moments yeah. where it is a little raunchy to be fair we're <laughs> killing raunchy. the first we're killing the first two i, I think we lack in the, in the third um speak for yourself I, I I, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah ali can you can you lead us off because uh, our reviews are going to be very unspoiled by the context of where your interest in the show came from because we watched it blind you suggested it so we watched it right there, there, so there could be people that in. have no idea what we're talking about by the way yeah so yes. introduce it it's an australian sketch show that is on netflix but the guys have been around 
for years and doing it on stage and things like that. Mm. So some of the some of the bits in the some of the sketches in the show are their long running stage bits, and then they had a YouTube show. Um, I've I've gone back and learned all this. I saw a I think I saw a I think a Netflix menu got me. Mm. You know, oh, I think that's you know that's so fast. I think the algorithm all the, got all me. The, the <laughs> algorithm, the Netflix menu. Yeah. Um, just in case you're not a, sh- a show notes uh, viewer, this is cool because I've been I've been struggling with the name. So let's say it's Auntie Donna's big old house of fun. Yes, and so and the they, menu got you. They between them, the three mm. guys are mm. Auntie Donna. Oh. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> that's their sketch. Their sketch troupe, right? Is Auntie Donna, yeah, right, yeah. Because at the end of episode two, when he's doing like the fake award-winning speech, because like, I like to think the Auntie Donna boys. Okay, cool. So, yeah. um, they are Auntie Donna. The show is Auntie Donna's big old house of fun. Yes. This is an important <laughs> distinction because I I did feel a bit <laughs> lost with the title. The troop versus the name of the show is an important distinction. I appreciate this. Okay. And were you immediately won over? So I think I saw, I can't remember what sketch it was. One of these sketches from these, these first two episodes was the, mm. was what was on, uh, what was on the menu loaded into. And yeah, yeah I immediately thought I, I got, it got a laugh out of me, whichever sketch it was. Nice. So I was like, I'll give this a go. And then, uh, there's not many things that get me, like crying laughing the first couple of times Ooh. i saw it it was like <laughs> dribbling laughing like co- so a couple <laughs> a couple of bits get me like unable to speak laughing so yeah it just it just hooked me straight away and i i was surprised that you guys hadn't that i did that wasn't on the yeah. radar it wasn't even on the radar that's so funny yeah the absurd offbeat raunchy show needs uh <laughs> needs a sketch where someone is so much enjoying a show they're dribbling laughing i haven't actually heard that yeah. before because you, you guys are big sketch comedy sketch yeah. comedy guys i thought i thought it might have i mean just, have just a peek in into my mind Ooh. and what i think jeff scores will be i feel like this is right up his street in terms of okay. how absolute bonkers mad it is but Ooh. and because he's got a thing about yeah, accents because, so i don't know <laughs> Mm. <laughs> He's got to think about voices because you'd reviewed. Because you'd reviewed, I think you should leave. Yeah, Tim yeah. Robinson. I thought, yeah. yeah, this is this is not your guys' trade. Yeah, what what would you what would you make? Yeah, if if I think you should leave is like absurd offbeat raunchy American. Is this just the absurd offbeat raunchy Australian? Like, I feel like it's it is that same. Are we sure it's Australian and not New level? Zealand? Do we need to oh, check? It's Australia. It's Australia. Okay. It is Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yes. I'm just checking. They, they checking. do. They. I like that they feed that into it. They well, obviously their accents are Australian, but then they'll. The jokes. stuff that they'll the stuff the jokes that they reference will be, will be uh, Australian stuff as well. There's some kind of reference of uh, Hugh Jackman that he didn't have to just be a masculine Wolverine man, and now he's a solemn dance man. I can't remember what sketch that was. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Which, hey, shout out, because when they reference that, and they, hey, similar to the uh, podcast pitch last week, uh, 60 Songs to Explain the 90s, these boys have some enjoyable references for your boy. Sometimes I do realise, like, I'm quite easy to please. If you just do lists of things, some of which I've heard of, I'm pretty pleased. So when they mentioned <laughs> Hugh Jackman's song and dance, man, I was literally like, oh, I saw him do that show at the O2. That was banging. Yeah, so <laughs> <I>, yeah. <laughs> Did you actually, Ali? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one of the one of the hooks I had, I think I said it when I initially pitched it. One of the hooks I had for you that there is a wrestler in a later episode. So I was yes. seeing oh, okay. if you would go to a later episode. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Because literally, as I as I uh, consumed it, I then for episode three, I muted it and like got on with some busy work while it was playing. And then out of the corner of my eye. I heard one of them, I put it on a low volume rather than muted, my bad. I heard one of them say, the professional wrestler, Awesome Kong. And then it had like a big graphic over professional wrestler, Awesome Kong. And I was like, oh, these boys are really ticking a lot of boxes. Um, yeah, just up front, if your thinking was, let me pitch this to them because they like their sketch comedy. They like absurd, wacky, off-the-wall shit. Uh, this will be right up their street. I do completely get where the pitch was coming from. Christopher, in, in saying that, I bet this is up Jeffrey Street because of how wacky it is, it does lead one to question. Was it too wacky for you? Wow. What, what, a, what a throwaway to me. I was just watching you two have a good old chat, trying to jump in on occasion and then just thought, nope, they've moved on from what I wanted to get in on. Because the only reason I questioned Did you want to get in on Hugh Jackman? No, no. Anyway, the only... The only <laughs> you weren't at that show. <laughs> I wasn't at that show. You were bonding. I was letting you do your thing. Um, yeah, I got The only got reason I questioned the show. Australian, uh, New Zealand thing is because mm. there was a sketch part of it where they're the booty hunters and they have crazy yeah. South African accents just to show how weird yeah. this is. And at one point yeah. he goes, no, I'm not actually from South Africa. I'm from New Zealand. And I thought, oh, that's... Yeah. Th and that was my like link to what he was. And then they flew yeah, away. Yeah. And then that's how that sketch ends. But that's they how... Did, crazy and wacky this thing is <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, every time south africans are mentioned that is that sketch is now in my head yeah oh, no, that's good stuff uh, so yeah listen i can get into some nitty-gritty with you ali and uh, i wonder if it will impact the, the scores you already got written down in our in our pre-pod meeting which was super formal and professional um i was i'm watching it and they start talking about everything being a drum Yep. And I did have that feeling. I guess you always get this when you're introduced to a new comedy troupe of like, who are these boys with their big energy and can they just give me a minute? And it was just <laughs> a lot. And I felt like I was like in the front row of my friend's comedy show where everything's being a lot. And I'm like, if I, if I don't have the energy as an audience goer to match this energy, I'm very quickly going to be like left out of the fun. And I felt left out of the fun for the first minute. And then in that very first sketch where they're singing about how everything is a drum and you can bang everything, they had a very sudden tonal shift. It got yeah. very dark and then suddenly everything wasn't a drum and it was like a whole other genre of movie and that was like oh okay i can actually relax they're sort of winning me over now the drum thing's fine but it's the shift the tonal it's shift, the shift was my first. that's what got me yeah it was the drum that's thing my kind of that's the my tonal kind of shift thing. Yeah. and then a dishwasher just starts talking and then you're like right <laughs> This is where we're going with this, <laughs> and it's all fine. Uh, for me, it was it was this. I, I was fine with that, and then mm. it was the following sketch and few jokes that just hooked me in, and I was like, "I'm with these boys, and I'm going with these boys." When they start auditioning, mm. not auditioning, but interviewing for a new housemate, oh. interviewing the housemates, interviewing yeah. the housemates. Um, I I tried to list every single one down, and then I just struggled to keep yeah. up. But I had Stinky Jim, Dusty ones. Bob, yeah. Wartime British Civilian, yeah. Horny Hank, Dad yeah. at a Barbecue trying yeah. to learn a new cool dance moves, motivational speaker who lacks yeah. confidence, guy who doesn't know how how plural nouns work, thirty year old straight white man, man <laughs> who tries. <laughs> camouflage santa a cosplayer who lays it on a bit thick which i thought was quite fun a cowboy yeah, a cow good. doy a cow soy uh, sir alfred hitchcock but <laughs> the alliteration of a puppet 
plus a puppet with a plush puppy and a puppy a puppet with a plush puppy and a plant were also great and then i just stopped writing them all down but, but each one of these is interchanged with someone awesome, one of man. one of the three just sat in front of them playing these random characters and then zach went low res and i lost my shit and i was like this is genius and i was happy yeah it was, it was really good stuff and i feel like we i don't know I can, i'm at least sure ali felt very personally attacked like i did i don't know about you christopher but when they had the I think it was like a dude in his thirties who thinks the Dark Knight yeah, was the best a, movie ever. Yeah, yeah. It was a thirty-year-old straight white man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then later, there's the guy playing the Joker, and he comes back out to rate him. Um, oh, it's, bri- it's brilliant! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they both say it's brilliant. Um, yeah, who knew when I was in my twenties, thinking that was like the absolute. Uh, you know, peak of cinematic achievement. Just ten years later, that would be nothing more than a meme or a way of making fun of you. Because get over yourself. The Dark Knight is a good film. I, but, like, I thought you would have related to Lower Zach more when he started going out of sync and he was kind of not connected to <laughs> the do, other people. I did relate to, to Lower Zach because you are literally Lower Christopher to me for weeks on end. Um, the only reason I see you in person is to be reminded of what your face looks like. Um, his face, his face, Zach's face when he's frozen. <laughs> Dude, we live in a world with these video meetings. It's such a good joke because for a, for a hot minute, I'm watching going, oh shit, like there's a problem with my screen. But I'm just so yeah. used to that dissonant thing happening on video calls that when one of these sketch actors starts fucking bugging out as a joke, I thought there was a problem with my fucking internet. <laughs> so that's perfect. And basically, I think this is so great when, Ali, you contextualize it as you, bu- you boys like your sketches because we like a very... It's, it's our, you know, staple diet of these is Saturday Night Live, right? And it's so, you know, to a degree, it's like the most standard mainstream version of this shit. And it's been going for however many years, blah, blah, blah. But like part of what was enjoyable about that sketch for me with the interviewing the housemates and all these different kinds of characters is that is a kind of sketch SNL will do. Mm. But it was on some sort of hyperdrive funneled by these three boys who five minutes into the show, I'm like, oh, these are wildly creative men who are just being let off the leash there's a huge feeling of being let off the leash um i'll, I'll be honest by two episodes in i'm like i'm like are they let off the leash a little too much every now and again i'm thinking no, because they've got egg helms to rein them back in they have got egg helms, and egg but, helms but, in, yeah. but in the egg helms who is ed helms who suddenly re- um, realizes <laughs> everyone thinks his name is ed and actually his name is egg helms i wrote i made a note that like this is a sketch comedy show becoming self-aware because suddenly you know, yeah, they, know they, they start breaking the fourth wall and yeah there's a lot of fourth wall breaking and they have fun with it it's not like a super serious thing but like i i guess this is just an interesting show i wonder how it pans out the rest of the the run of the the, the series because two episodes in it feels like one of these very adventurous shows that's like exploring stuff and i just oh, oh. i wonder when it's going to run out of energy basically because they have fucking bucket loads episodes one and two i, I like the fact that it's a sketch comedy show where things are canon. Yeah. That right. Things, right, things yeah. Re- Even though they tell recur. us so at the end of the second episode, episode that it's not canon. Yeah, <laughs> so end of, the end of the second, uh, second episode, yeah, that like this episode, <laughs> this episode is not canon. It's really good though. It's really good. <laughs> but the, uh, the like, yeah, Cowdoy, them, them hiring Cowdoy, not hiring Cowdoy, but bringing <laughs> Cowdoy as their, their roommate. Cowdoy then is their roommate for the, yes. for the rest of the show. This, just sitting in the little a under different... the kitchen counter washing pot, pots and pans for the, yeah, yeah. just, just... Because he's replaced then, the dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> there's no yeah, he's replaced the dishwasher. I don't now that now that we're speaking about it, like I, I know 
comedy trios, comedy troops, you know, sketch comedy um, groups. I guess I'm str- I'm like, is that is this a new kind of show where rather than just like a group of people do sketches, it's actually keeping some sort of continuity and narrative going, even though like they're mainly making fun of it. Like it's not a serious thing, but I don't know of another show like this. Does anyone? Not off the top of my head. I don't know. I don't think. Um, I did, not, I did. One, not one that, not one that brings stuff back. Mm. Right. Sketches, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, is, I, is, I, I think you should leave. Has he ever done a similar sketch more than once across the three oh, seasons? Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a shout. No, and I guess it. Like he, even though maybe like he'll bring stuff back, it's not like these three guys are on like a little journey yeah. and it feels mm. like it feels like episode to episode, they're doing a thing. So I think my first point of reference, I don't know if you feel the same Christopher would have been for some reason it's trios, right? So I thought of these new, please don't destroy boys on SNL and the lonely Island who were their predecessors. Um, are you, are you, are you into either of those, Ali? I'm curious. Uh, I used to be very into the Lonely Island. Did you? Um, I, I haven't seen the Please Don't Destroy Guys. I haven't mm. seen much of them. I need to do my research. We're going to have to pitch you like six of our pitch favorite me, sketches. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher's a big, a big Please Don't Destroy guy, but then until until watched... you've all ruined it. <laughs> until um, I Jimmy I educated him it. on the on the evil term Nepo Babies because two of them, their dads are like really big in like late night comedy. So they're low-key Nepo babies. It is what it is. We learn we learn about terms like that on this podcast. But they're really funny, and it's fine. But yeah, they do these very like one-off, very elaborate sketches. Actually, Christopher, did you get reminded of one by I think episode two, where they're doing a thing of like they're looking for the pirate booty? If you haven't watched the episode yet, because it's, it's definitely is one of these podcast episodes <laughs> where you have to go watch the sketch show, then come back because this just sounds like we're throwing crazy words and. Uh, mm. premises at you um but yeah so they, 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 they start texting each other on the sly yeah. about how they're gonna who's gonna betray who and they end up making a group chat <laughs> about who's gonna betray who and one of them you starts using telepathy and yeah very very recently did um did you link back to this christopher have you even seen it the please don't destroy um sketch where the guy has a breakup and then the yeah, two yeah. behind his back start texting about what pizza they want to order yeah this and is it, it wasn't pizza it was like dumplings comedy. or something it was like japanese food Right, right. Don't, don't test that me, my please don't destroy. Important. I thought some, I'm waiting for you to bring up a sketch that I thought you when this happened, I thought I would I could hear a Jeff Cackle when Jerry Seinfeld turned up. Oh yeah. No, I mean Je- Je- Jerry Jerry I liked but Jerry having I just thought the, the, the entrance you would just pop at the fact that it wasn't Jerry Seinfeld, but they just leaned into the fact <laughs> as if it was Jerry Seinfeld. No, listen, no, I was like this this is this is where I was finding the rhythm and excitement and exuberance of the show like would occasionally outrun me as much as I love my crazy. It was hard comedy. to keep up with. Like, like that's what I'm saying. It was like, like a, it was like a one liner stand up comedy where you're just constantly laughing at bit after bit after bit that you forgot what you laughed about yeah. five seconds ago. Yeah, right. So I guess in a stand up comedy, if there's like an absurd stand up comic who every different new joke is like building on and layering on and getting crazier and crazier this is like a version of that except every time they have to build new sets get new extras do these things but it does feel like very very fresh just creativity pouring out so by the end of this sketch it was all about the 
Wi-Fi name Poo Poo just getting very, very <laughs> unanimous praise in the community <laughs> to the point where comedian Jerry Seinfeld, played by some guy who isn't Jerry Seinfeld, comes and commends it. At this point, I'm a bit lost. Do you know how they get me back? As he's leaving. And they ask him, hey, Jerry, what's your Wi-Fi called? And he says, pretty, pretty fly for a Wi-Fi. And that's when I died. That was fantastic. Um, that was really, really good. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, I, I, uh, I don't know if you uh, agree and see what we uh, mean, Ali, but it, do, it does sound like we had a similar sort of like, it would super get me. And then even though I would rate the excitement and exuberance, it would kind of lose me. And then it would get me back. So that's, that's what got me. Because it doesn't slow down. That's right. how it gets me laughing to the point of dribbling. Right, right, Where, right. Because that. it just keeps because because <clears throat> even that even that Jerry Seinfeld leaving, then he tells him, "Ah, oh, compared to compared to Jerry F- Seinfeld, your Wi-Fi name's shit." Yes, and yes, then the... it just keeps. Then he rips the poster down. Then the next then... one rips the poster down. Yeah. Then the next the po- one the rips the poster down. Me. The poster sketch got me. And then they go to the poster shop to get more posters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah. poster week, so they can't get more posters. Poster she's too busy. It's poster yeah. season. Poster season, sorry. So then she yeah. goes, and then she's got a poster of the three of them. Oh, just... And then, that's <laughs> yeah. not even the funniest bit. The sketch ends mm. because one of them goes, has a has a, like a little thought bubble that pops up above his head. And, yeah. <laughs> and you think it's just him going, right, everything's going to be okay. And then, and then suddenly it pans out and the two of them can see this thought bubble above his head and they all just start freaking out because there's a thought bubble above his head. And then they try yeah, and cut it off yeah. and blood splurts out and the sketch ends. And it's just, it's just a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. I, I can see what you're saying, Ali. And I wonder, depending on mood, if I keep getting into the show, yeah. like I could, prob- I could probably get there. But it, it is interesting how, like, this is the sort of comedy show that makes me think to, to the uninitiated. If you try and describe it, this must sound oh. like how are people the fuck? How the fuck are people doing this as a job? This makes no fucking sense that yeah. these sorts of ideas are leading to like big budgets and sets and creative meetings because it's like <laughs> it's really absurd shit. But absurd shit does get me, and a lot of this, um, a lot of this shit won me over. It's funny though, right? Because the more outlandish it would get. I do realize this about my comedic sensibility sometimes it would then be a very small thing that would um, pop me because I I almost get desensitized to how big it gets. Right. So an example is at the beginning, at the beginning of (laughs) this right sort of thing at the beginning of episode two, they're doing this, uh, morning brown song which i really like yeah. because i'm current i've been the last pitch i've got is to watch the coffee expert james hoffman so to a peek for the listener into my life i was actually starting to watch james hoffman teach me about coffee and coffee is this and coffee is that and i'm like okay but now we're having ali on today let me catch up with us it's on this morning brown morning brown <laughs> absolutely you know, for lack of a better term, roasting coffee. And uh, and then Morning Brown, the song about the morning coffee, um, which when one of them is like, what even is Morning Brown? He's like, coffee. He's like, oh. And it just kills the vibe for a yeah. second. Then they bring back I wrote the, I wrote the line then down because that popped me. Please. He goes, it's oh, coffee, you fuck. <laughs> it's coffee, you fuck. Yeah, and he looks really hurt. But then, this is what this is what got me, right? Then it turns into a song about fucking. And I got a bit unsettled. It was a lot. And then the bald guy, 
It's like, this is what I'm like when I fuck. And he started doing this dance that killed me. And then the others did the dance. And I was like, that's also funny. But the bald guy starting, it really got me because his dance was the best. And yeah, so basically, I, I really, really appreciate the creativity. But it is some of the little moments that got me the most. Um, I've got to say, bringing up the bald guy, do you guys agree that this is almost, they must be self-aware enough to refer to this. They literally are presenting the three facial types of his hipster. Those are the types. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Bald yeah. guy, beard guy, other beard guy with long hair. Like it's the three <laughs> types yeah. of hipster face, which we low key are almost registering here on this very podcast call today. Um, <laughs> if you wanted to pitch us something to give us joy, Ali, it does sound like it does sound like you did that. I had a lot of fun. I have one very specific niggly question. There's probably a, a simple answer to why episodes one and two. Basically, because my favourite sketch. Oh yeah, let's go. Yep, is Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, like, so, in, so that's in episode two. Or... So I, this, I, 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 yeah. I've, I've gone back and watched some of the some of their live stuff, their stage oh, okay. stuff. Yes. And this is something. This is a sketch they do live on stage. Oh no. So okay. um. So Can I just they, say, throwing out to now you're going to recap a bit of this Ellen arc. How these fucking three weirdos met each other is like a godsend miracle for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> they all find this similarly funny and have found an audience. Please crack on because this made so little sense and just got bigger and stakes got higher and it's just really great. So the con the concept is that you know it's a daytime <laughs> daytime television personality Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Bring somebody to surprise them with something cool because that's what happens on daytime TV. Okay, we're with you now. Um, Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they they do, and I'll quickly for you guys, they do it on the Ooh. on the, the stage show. They do it with just one of them in a spotlight as Ellen DeGeneres, and then the other person's off screen as the doing person the on the, doing the voice on the phone. Gotcha. Um, the main line of which on. Ad infinitum is oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That must be a fun role to play. Um, uh, they get him to go out. They get him to go outside, and he's got a, a brand new Toyota Corolla. <laughs> the, pleasure, the pleasure you're already taking and saying <laughs> brand new and Toyota then, Corolla. Yeah, and then in the in the glove compartment, there's ten thousand dollars, and then <laughs> in the back seat is his long lost father. And then taped to the back of oh, was it taped to the taped back to the of back of him is a Samsung tablet. Yeah. Is a Samsung tablet, and then on the Samsung tablet is a picture is, of Thailand. Uh, pictures <laughs> yeah, of beautiful Thailand. Thailand. I remember then, this. This feels like one of those memory games. I'm literally remembering it as you say it because it was so random and crazy. Um, and then suddenly you're there right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it just the and it just keeps escalating, and they keep fun. The one, the one that got me is the also escalating. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was going to say sorry. The one that the one that got me that was Please. when when he's in Thailand. Alicia Cuthbert yeah. from Twenty Four is also there. Yeah, but it was the from Twenty Four yeah, yeah. that got me more than anything. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. because you know, same as the the bat, the Dark Knight shout out. There, they must be our age, right? Because these shout outs yeah. are just fucking landing. Um, to go back, to she's, your, she's riding on ele- She's riding, she's riding on, on, on an elephant. It's, it's fucking majestic. majestic. <laughs> it's fucking majestic, exactly. Um, but to to go to your escalating, de-escalating thing, Ali, is that also harkening back to the very first sketch that won me over, where it's like. 
then suddenly there's a tonal shift, right? And we're in a different kind yeah. of genre of thing. And what what would you say? Because I wrote down it's like a suddenly there's like a murder scene from an action film. I couldn't think of whatever cliche catch-all term. Yeah, it is, it's, it's sort of yeah, it's 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 like seventies seventies spy thriller, isn't it? Right, seventies spy thriller yeah. type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's the uh, Alicia Cuff that gives him uh, vouchers for Paul Newman's own dressing. Yeah, and, and then yeah. and then Paul Newman's back to, from the dead. Then Paul Newman's back from the dead. Oh, yeah. oh. and there are blood just, diamonds. Um, <laughs> there are blood diamonds. Yeah, then Paul Newman gives him blood diamonds. Then he has to go to a go to a casino to get rid of them. Then he kills a man. Yeah, uh, and then he he's trades the blood diamonds for a uh, was it a a blue orb of magical energy brought to you by the people at Blue Orbs of Magical Energy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, oh, by the way, we haven't another. mentioned that Ellen DeGeneres yeah. is just played by one of these guys. On screen, yeah. Yes. Who's so, on yeah. screen? Yeah. Who's on screen just narrating this whole thing? Mm. Yes. Um, and then inside the blue orb of magi- magical energy, there's another Toyota Corolla, <laughs> which flies him, then flies off into space to a third, uh, a third Toyota Corolla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's coming you know it's coming that the punchline yeah. is going to be another in my brain I sort of knew it was coming that there was going to be another Toys Corella at this point but it still yeah. just got me so hard <laughs> so yeah it's like at this point getting used to the rhythm I felt that I felt more familiar and comfortable with the escalating escalating than the total shift and then the de-escalating um, but honestly this one got me early doors most I wouldn't say it lost me but I peaked earlier it was when his long lost father was in the car. And then I think he just made a comment about like, you know, I haven't seen him for years. He's come back from the wars. And then in the bottom third of this daytime talk show thing, it just says wars. <laughs> it just killed me. That slayed me to be fair. And yeah. Yeah. So not only is this dude just playing Ellen, I like the, I like the half arsedness. He's not going full Ellen, but he's not, not trying at all. He's just got a kind of wig, a bit blonde. <laughs> he's now ellen but then he goes into that deep voice thing he does and he's still ellen like it's just it's just um can, if, can, if the listener hasn't watched yet i think you, you you kind of get how absurd the fucking show is at this point because we've been talking at you about it can um, i just reference one more sketch before we please wrap up if we're yeah, gonna wrap yeah. up it's just the family feud sketch gets me as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> mainly because there's feud. a person called Daniel. And he's like, he's like Daniel, Daniel, but with a G or a J. I can't remember which one he said. And then they go, yeah. they, they circle around that. They circle around that for so long. You think the joke's yeah. done. And he goes to the next guy and goes, "What's your name?" And he goes, "Danuary." And it kills me. <laughs> that, that joke killed me <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. But it's Family Feud, and they everything that they're suggesting is nowhere near what the answer will be like it was something that you put in your mouth and he said oh that's a walk in the park and they go okay so what is it and he goes no a walk in the park is something that you put in your mouth <laughs> and it just yeah the, the, and then they the just concept, yeah. the concept of a walk in the park yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they kept saying think, lock um, that in lock that in <laughs> they keep pointing at the thing and say lock that in it just got me and another uh, another catchphrase that keeps coming back through this all the episodes of the show is, oh, yum, yum, yum. So they, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of yum, <laughs> so yum, yum. Put it in your mouth. Oh, yeah. 
Put it in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's a lot of young, another thing that they suggested the that they put in your mouth was the box set of the crown. Every day at 7 a.m. before work, he puts the box set of the crown. Uh, and his reasoning his is you can't put a subscription in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because the, the crown is a Netflix show. You can't put a subscription in your mouth, so you have to put the, the box set in your mouth. <laughs> I think a secret ingredient for all comedy troops, trios, groups, whatever you want to call them, and it's clearly true for this lot, it's kind of a magic, really. It's that they clearly all make each other laugh a lot, and they have a shared sensibility there. I had a nickel for every time you said that on this pod, Jeffrey. I'd have at least 12 nickels. (laughs) 12 is a very specific number. Um, I do feel like, you know, speaking of things I say often, the second I could feel myself really liking their combined energy as a group and how you know that's what gives the show its energy i did feel myself i actually wrote it down in all capitals in my notes i wrote down just the zenith of this fucking feeling i always have which is stay together forever or die okay because that's how i feel deep down whenever i start (laughs) shipping a sort of creative chemistry in people because they're all you know the, the fucking craziness we're talking about today is because these three lads clearly make each other laugh and part of the sadness now of potentially becoming a fan is i'm going to be gutted in five years when they break up or whatever the fuck but it is what it is there's only I one really, series really... though it's like six episodes Take is that up. it ali or if i'm yeah, yeah just, ali, they, tell us about what's going episodes. on now mm. uh, it's just six episodes at the moment they, I, I don't know if they're doing more they probably okay. will but they're doing they've done a live show uh, they've got loads of shorts on YouTube. They do a podcast, which is very funny as well. Get out of uh, town! The last, the last episode. Who does a podcast? Uh, the last episode <laughs> was Poo Poo Week. Great. Uh, and they talked for 45 minutes about they wanted to start Poo Poo Week. They don't know what Poo Poo Week is. Yeah. They're unsure. Yeah, they're unsure of what the concept of Poo Poo Week is. And every time they come. They come to it. They just link back to like, yeah, but we don't, we don't really know what Paper Week is. Is this for Paper <laughs> Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. Uh, I think, um, I think it's a kind of permission people give each other to be like really, really yeah, just creative silly. and funny and silly and weird. Yeah, and if you have people in your life like that, count yourself as lucky because that's fucking fun. And the rest of us will sit and listen to your content and be very, very amused. Um, it did. Like, I can't think of a more polar opposite thing which is from that that region if not that specific country then uh flight of the concords but just because of that True. accent i did think of them for a second and i just thought i wonder if ali's a fan of them because they are you know tonally you know op- oppositional if anything but i also find them very charming in a in a very different way and i was just wondering if you've ever been a flight of the concords guy uh, i've not seen much of it and mm. it's never it never actually grabbed me and it's also one of those things that everyone tells you that it's the funniest thing they've ever seen so yes my instant reaction is well it's probably not it won't be so i'm not gonna watch it <laughs> well i hope i hope that assumption has been upended by the fact that you literally did that to us and I yes think which both- is this is basically the theme of the podcast which i know that <laughs> it's very ironic that that's yeah uh, no, to be fair sometimes sometimes there um is uh, still that resentment it's just we have to do it anyway <laughs> It's oh, just you should... we have to do it anyway. Ali, you haven't heard last week's episode yet as we're recording this. Yeah, the people haven't hear, heard. You'll as, hear the excitement. The in, you'll, you'll hear the excitement in my voice from Jeff's, Jeffrey's pitch. I think it's the least excited I've been about anything. And, and it's not it's not because like, I no, hate no. it. I'm just tired of it. I was just... 
Wow, it's still going in. I'm still this going. Is like every time was it another? Know. Was it another Norm Macdonald? No, oh, I wish. I wish. <laughs> I wish. Him, both on the episode and now, I feel like I'm that guy in the poster sketch going and ripping down my Christopher poster and crying about how hurt I am. <laughs> yes, because it's, it's getting to me at this point. But we'll do some guesses and scores now. What? Now what? How are we doing order? This? Yeah, how are we doing this? I feel like Ali's got to set the table. So uh, well, yeah, I was going to go the other way, but yeah. Well, well so, so yeah, okay. either yourself you can either and Ali. set the table or upend the table. So um, either, either yourself and Ali guess my scores and then I tell you, or me and Ali guess your scores and then you tell us, or vice versa, or whatever. That that's how I would think about it. So we can okay. guess yours now, Jeffrey. Like Ali can say, "This is what I think Jeffrey is," and I'll say, "This is what I think you are," and then you'll tell us, and then one of us, and one of us will win, hopefully, because that's a sentence I like to say. Let's all do me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, uh, Jeff, (laughs) he's got me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad my sides do, even if my pitches don't. Yeah, what, do you, right. what do you what do you what do you yeah, think, Ali? What do you what do you think I made of this ridiculousness? Uh, I I went three in anticipation because you guys don't do above a three. I know this. I've learned. Mm. I've listened enough yes. to know. Lies. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> during uh, during a four, and then afterwards a four. Ooh, Christopher. I during my second watch, I had three, four, four written down but there were bits right. that tickled me and Jeff likes to laugh out loud. I thought he would mm. go on a journey of a three, five, four. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's where I was at. There's a lot, there's a lot going on here. Um, okay. Let's, I feel like, I feel like a politician now. I feel like people have been throwing accusations my way and like, I'm, I'm, I'm on news night and someone's put up their hand and they're like quoting stuff back at me and I'm like, Oh shit, I got to fucking stand up for my record now or some shit. Listen, okay. There's a reason this anticipation score is what it is. Okay. And it's because it's been a long time since this was pitched. Okay. <laughs> and listen, lives have changed. People have been born since this was pitched. Like we we live in a whole other <laughs> era. I feel like we had a it was different a prime minister or something. It was a two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it was a two, but I do feel like that's because, like, I kept thinking. Oh, here's like, listen. This is just like a little aside. Can, can me I just say something, Ali? Funny, before we like, started recording, what did I beg Jeffrey to do, and what has he not done for the last forty minutes? Stay like still. He's, he's stay still, yeah. I mean, this guy needs... If, if, if a certain person in your house needs assistance to pee, shout out. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, okay, fair. So, yeah, it was a two. But, yeah, every now and again, I was like, oh, now's the time to, to watch it. And I literally was like, oh, what was it called again? Auntie. A bit, I, I kept having this imagery of, like, a big black auntie and i don't know why i was thinking of like a fucking martin lawrence film or something i was like that isn't what ali pitched um listen if too if too much time passes it's hard it was a two but then i was a fucking fucking comedy caffeine a jolt in my system um i was a, a clear straight up uh four for um enjoyment and a, and a four afterwards i'm gonna check more of these boys out so i was a two four four so who was closer there i was one off one yeah, off Ali and Christopher. Off. Well, let's go. Ali's on the board. Nicely. Ali's on the board nicely. Okay, now Christopher. Um, 
Let me let me see what I got for you, Christopher. Your scores. Mm, <laughs> now that we've spoken about it, this is wrong. I, it's, I just felt sometimes, sometimes Ali, I'm not. You, you know, you listen. Sometimes the numbers just speak to me, and I. I, I admit defeat early. Ali's just going to kill this episode. This is quite unfortunate. Like, we should be better at this game. <laughs> <laughs> but I, the numbers are speaking to me today. I, don't know, I, I can't justify it. Just the numbers are speaking to me. Are you getting that the numbers are speaking to me? I got three threes. I don't know why I got Ooh. three threes. I thought... I mean, I, thought I you don't know. Looking, What's Ali's guess? <laughs> I thought you were looking forward in a general way. I then thought you might have enjoyed in a general way. I then thought you would have reflected on it fondly in a general way. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so I, 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 I went. I went the same as you, three, four, four. Ooh. Same as I thought you for you. Okay. Um, I I think I know that I knew the content. I guess so. I yes. that gave me an an advantage in that. Ah, uh, there you go. Thank you for giving us an excuse for being shit at our own game. Um, Christopher, did did mm-hmm. Ali sweep the board? Is he, he did. just he was spot on with me? Oh, although I, if I could have given a four point five for enjoyment in the wow. middle, I probably I, yeah, I, like I was teetering between your... a four and a five because there there were just moments that I just thought were hilarious, and then there were. Do you feel like you should be allowed too. a decimal, a decimal per season or something? Because every now and again you will throw out a I needed to do a point five. Is this mm. one of those? Yeah, maybe if, if it stopped Ali from winning, you could just you could. Just, I, I think you know, actually, like, if it was if it was just episode one, I think I would have given a five for enjoyment. But I think wow. episode two, oh. I think, doesn't have as many bits that got me as episode this one. This is did. interesting. I'm the other way. I might I might not have um, been a four for retrospect. I think it was the double dose. I think I've been a bit piloted out by our show and just giving me a bit more extended. I got more into the rhythm. It was all, basically I had written down three four three. Episode two is what made it a three four four, which is an interesting contrast there. So I like that. That's fun. So yes, I the the reason two got in there is it was purely for your generous, even though there is other good other good stuff yeah. in there. But also there is also Ed Helms is in there. And <laughs> Ed, Ed Helms, Helms is in there. Might be yeah. the worst part of everything he's in. <laughs> Hot take there on Ed Helms. Yeah. Wait, I wait, agree. say that again, Ali. He might he might be the worst. He might oh, be the worst part everything of everything he's in. he's in. Wow, that's a take. Christopher, I'm so sorry to isolate I don't, and shout I that don't out. I don't disagree because, with Ali on that take. No, but now now that I'm a, now that I'm going to say this, I'm making it not happen because that's the way our lovely little show works. But that should be the show title. That's really funny. That's a good shout. Um, <sighs> yeah. Can you just tell me afterwards? He's you? Good. The thing is, even in saying that, though, he's good, right? He is good. Yeah, he, yeah he's not bad. Yeah. yeah. But, but he's yeah, just exactly. playing. <laughs> he's just playing that Ed Helms character. Yeah, <laughs> he's basically Helms playing the guy Helms. from The Office. He's basically playing the guy yeah. from Hangover. He's kind and of it's just, just occurred to me. In all, the two in things the, that I know he's been in. Was he in We Are the Millers? Or was that the, another one? <laughs> in all the cultural consumption and comedy and American comedy and cinema and whatever, I don't think I don't think I've ever even seen the phrase. It's even funny to imagine these words written down in order, let alone heard. But like. Who out there is a big Ed Helms fan? Right? It's <laughs> just not a thing. Are they, yeah, are they Ed Helms guys. <laughs> Helms Although, Helms. To be well, fair, hey, he's really good in the American Office. He is actually good in the American yeah. Office. Yeah, he, he is, is, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He absolutely is. But it's the the I've sort of the later series sort of sour him a bit. Mm. When when the character the character becomes unlikable. I mean I now it's reviewing the office. 
Mm. He, he, had no, he had nowhere to go, did it? He, he he kind of just had nowhere to go with it. I guess I think it's like they almost ran out of character. <laughs> he had good he had good energy on this show. He matched the boys. It was really yeah. I found him really funny in this, and um, it was an interesting sort of like I thought they're in this little world, and then suddenly there was a real a weird Al Yankovic fake advert. <laughs> yeah, and then suddenly he's in, it helped. He's in a later episode. Oh, okay. That okay. That makes slightly. <laughs> yeah, that's what more the sense. advert was. It's, it's, <laughs> it, yeah, right. Okay, it was, wasn't it? But it was like it's even, it's quite funny just to just to dip in for a two second cameo as well. But yeah, when Ed Helms lasted for longer than a sketch, I was like, are they all friends? Why is he here? It was is he really, genuinely uh, an executive producer? He's yeah. The, yeah, he's the executive producer. And that's producer, where he yeah. should have stayed. Um. <laughs> Mate, nah, he was funny. He was funny. He was fine. Um, I, I like the the manic energy he brought. It was almost like, it's almost like, oh, this, this does happen in culture sometimes, right? It's almost like where the older guy starts being the mentor and then like he joins in with the younger lot he's being the mentor too and he has to match the energy and as much as like he does a good job and the the mentees clearly respect him and whatever it is a bit like all right can you clear off now so we can have our fun all, all i've got in my head is that steve buscemi hello fellow kids yeah it's a bit of hello fellow, <laughs> fellow, fellow head kids. <laughs> is it yeah. steve buscemi isn't for, it? For, yeah for all that is steve steve buscemi. Buscemi. for all the marks out there i was going to say chris jericho hopping onto the being the elite elite train but we don't have that many marks out there do we ladies and gents we mainly have people who are fans of culture and we rate you for being fans of culture and now that we've done all our scores Ali, i hope you'll stick around for our favorite segment with our special guests the little quiz thing have you heard of the little quiz thing ali or are you being caught off guard like we like to do uh well, i am a little caught off guard but i did hear becky's and she did a great job so yes. shout out becky <sighs> Shout out, Becky. Although she has since now sent in corrections she to has. her favourite album because she couldn't think of one you, at the time. Do you remember what they, it was? Are they canon now? Are you gonna Are you gonna broadcast them and make these corrections on the pod? If I can find a WhatsApp chat, I, I can remember them. Um, shout out Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park, and is it O by Damien Rice? That was it. It was O by Damien Rice. Off the top of the noggin, Bex. Let's go now, Ali. <laughs> do you mind? If because you know, just just for the lols, because even with you know lifelong decades old friends, how well do you really know your friends, right? So our first question is, what is your favourite movie? It's just such a classic, a favourite movie. Show and I'm I'm going to guess it's The Dark Knight. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's definitely not The Dark Knight. Uh, It's going to be Empire Strikes Back. Is the, is the Dark Knight in your top 20? Um, probably Let's not. Go. Probably not. <laughs> getting an arm, getting an arm is all I wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, obviously, the Dark Knight is great. It's the Dark Knight. It's great. It's great. It's great. Uh, Chris, have you ever seen the Dark Knight? Yes, I've, I have seen. I'm, I'm a 30, 30-something white man. Of course I've seen the you Dark are, Knight. You are, you're a 30-something white man. Of course you've seen the Dark Knight. That's, that's fair. But do, you, do you have a guess, Christopher? I did just shout Empire Strikes Back at Ali, and he just Empire shook his head in back. disappointment. Ooh. So that wasn't in disappointment. It's it's Return of the Jedi. Ah, and you know wow. what? I respect I respect you more for that because mm. that film does yeah. not get enough credit. Uh, Empire Strikes Back is is fundamentally a better film. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is all happening favorite. right in front of my eyes. But I like Return of the Jedi. Good choice. Oh, fantastic, Christopher. What in the name of fuck are you talking about right now? Um, Star did Wars. you say it doesn't get enough credit? Yeah. I've never heard you talk about Star Wars a day in my life. 
should Return of the Jedi get more credit? Is this a thing that's in your brain? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I think it's, it has wow. one of my favourite openings to any movie, which is Luke Skywalker walking the plank and then giving like R2-D2 or something, his little old little eye, giving him the old little eye, then like lightsaber comes flying out, he does like, a little spin and starts like slashing stuff, and I'm like, it's just great. It pops me every time. His... Big job of the hot guy, eh? Yeah, 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 but... Yeah, Princess Leia's there. She's half naked, but that's not what we're there for. We're there for Luke Skywalker. R.I.P. That's a great shout. Yeah. As a child, I remember that being my favourite, and I've always, similar to the list thing, Ali, you were talking about, Orla, I always want to go back as an adult and see if that holds out, because everything, in terms of the critical noise around it, says Empire Strikes Back is the one that holds up. But I remember... Remember... Uh, remember Return of the Jedi, I do remember, um, always felt like... Oh, they pulled off a climax. That's how I remember it, which yeah, seemed exactly. really hard from the first two. So that's a, that's a great shout. Um, it's it's, it's the, emo <laughs> the emotional climax. It's yeah. the emotional climax. Yeah. And um, okay, now this this one's very interesting because I've got like I my shout has to be in your top ten, and it's just it comes to me like like the second I look at the question, which is what is your favorite album, Christopher? Do you have any guesses? Oh, how knows. well do you know your friend it's gotta be a queens of the stone age thing <laughs> but no, I don't that's know... mine songs for the death by queens of the stone age i, I don't in. i don't know any queens of the stone age album titles <laughs> um i think the <laughs> last one is called offspring <laughs> oh mate that, that's, Ooh, that's i got i got a, i got an eye i got a, i got an eyebrow you probably can't wait, see wait it. for it's oh hold on did you get the eyes i got the eyes oh, when i said offspring the camera more <laughs> okay well the name and offspring <laughs> <laughs> The one that up. he has on vinyl, or the one that he had on vinyl before he collected vinyl. I can't remember. It's one of those things. Mm, mm. Before he had a means okay, of well, playing the vinyl, he had an album by the Offspring. I think, I think, I think Christopher is submitting a, <laughs> a dash in place of his answer for this one. Um, he's almost listen. He probably got the band, um, but this will be very interesting. Ali, what would you say if just listen? You can come back hey, on the pod. What's your corrections? Oh, like did. Oh, you said Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, songs for the death. Songs for yeah. the death. And I do want to, Ali's being such a good sport, I want to reassure him. He can always come back and correct the record. But on this day, I see clearly, um, what would you say your favourite album is right in this moment? Uh, so, if we, it's, it's tough, it's tough. There's always a top five. Um, there is so always a top five. Shout I'm going to give you both good points for this. There's no yeah. points there, but then give you both points for this. So, if it was Queens of Stone Age, today it would probably be the latest one in Times New Roman, but over oh! time, yeah. it's probably been like Clockwork, which is like two back. Wow. Uh, and then, yeah, I always go back to Offspring Americana. That was Let's the, go that was the one I was looking for. But that <laughs> That's is the not the that one. Oh, was that not the one? Oh, genre. no. <laughs> That's not the one I had on vinyl before I had a record oh, okay. player. Uh, that was actually is a conspiracy of one. Is part of Conspiracy of One is also my jam. Is, is part of your love for Americana similar to me? Like, for me, it's literally the gateway drug album that got me into rock music. Yeah, exactly that. It was like the oh, first... that's mad. Awesome. It was the first thing I had, and I just mm. know it front to back. Yeah. yeah beat for I beat. Could, I could sing it. <laughs> beat for beat, yeah. Do you know what's funny? We're having this... I'm like, you know, over the years... I'm sure we've had this exact conversation like at least six or seven times. <laughs> um, so it's a shame I didn't shout that one out. That's such a good shout. We literally shout out to um, the listeners who uh, pay attention to this sort of thing. Ali and I literally attended this, not the same Offspring show, but we both had... Um, they played back-to-back -back shows. They played back-to-back -back yeah. shows on the same day and I went to the afternoon one, he went to the evening one. And I think 
like I was I was rushing off to catch my train afterwards, but I think I might have seen them in the queue or they saw me or something. But that no, was I a saw prison. you run off down the street. Yeah, yeah. I saw you run off down the street. I don't think you saw prison me. in Kingston. That's Ali. That's the only time I've seen them live. How about you? Uh, I've, I've seen them three. That's the third time. Oh, um, but I, I, they played acoustic. So who's ever oh, seen the offspring? Exactly. Play Seeing your one of your favorite Not bands live guy. acoustic is, is quite a trip. Oh, bless you. Um, you're going you're gonna to get back in with this question, Christopher, because the next one is off the top of your noggin from the deepest depths of your heart. Just rip it out, Ali. Instinctively, what is your favorite television show? What do you reckon? Oh, I'm going to say yeah. we are guessing first. I'm just giving him um, a moment to marinate now just because it's the one that I would associate with a lot of our adolescents and bonding over it. It probably doesn't make it, but it's my only guess coming to mind. Before they did the comeback season, could it have been Arrested Development? That's we all had my... such a ball with Arrested Development back in the day. Oh, really? You you were going there as well? I was going there. It was either that or possibly Community, but that might just be because Community's fresh in my mind because I've been doing a rewatch mm. or had done a rewatch. Right, well, let, let me have but... more and then you take Community. No, I'd rather... I think, I, think it'd be, I would think I would lean towards Arrested Development, though. Yeah, but did you see his eyes when we said that? They lit up and, oh, I didn't even think of that, and that's a good shout. That wasn't <laughs> what I was going to say, why. So let me have. Oh, so a, what was he going to say? Let me. I'm trying to think. Let me have a quick moment to think if there's anything else that pops into my head. Yeah, we're, and also we are going for comedy. Like maybe for favorite, he's going to be like, "Listen, lads, it's drama and it's fucking." It's going to be. Know. Oh wait, 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 wait. What this was is where the, we have the, to think. Do we know every aspect of our friend? Maybe he likes Coronation Street. Like no, we don't no. talk to him enough. Was it? Why? Why? I don't. I, I, could be, I, could, I could be completely off, but for some reason, Band of Brothers is that, in my head. You're not a match of the day guy. You're a big football focus in the middle of the day guy. Oh no, I can't stand Garth Brooks. No. <laughs> he is a lot. He's a very particular energy. Um, I don't yeah, know. Okay, why. I'm, I'm, I just said that. I said that, and I don't think you heard. But for some reason, Band of Brothers came in my head, but I don't know wow. if that's an early oh, show or not. What a shout! What a shout! HBO drama. These were great yeah. shows. Did you have a box um, set? Did I imagine if, that? I had a box set, yeah. yeah. Okay. I had a box set. Um, this is tough. Uh, I could, I'd probably go... <laughs> we broke um, it. You've broken me. I, it's not comedy. If it yeah. was comedy, it would be a rest development. Let's go. Um, but but it, is, it is drama and it is The Leftovers. Wow, what oh. a shout. Dude, I freaking love that show um correction i freaking love the first two series of that show i have a memory of like not knowing <laughs> what was going on in the third series and always wanting to go back to it uh just because i felt like the first two seasons built up something that as opposed to return of the jedi i at the time didn't think they pulled off at the end but the first two seasons are some of the best television i've ever seen and this was i've only yeah, seen it the absolutely. once I've, I've always intended to go back and watch it have you read the book no, I've never read the book. Never read the book. I've always intended to. It's a, it's an interesting one, but the show is just fucking magical and vibey, and Justin Trudeau mm. in it is amazing, and the concept and oh, very. And everyone's just it's it's oh. everyone's just trying their best. There's something. It's just mm, something mm. insane. Something insane has happened. It's like real, it's real life. Something insane has happened, and yes. everyone's just trying their best. Yes. So it's uh, proper emotional, yeah. Wow. I love that. I love that answer. Christopher is out here going like, why do I get pitched the shit I get pitched when this sort of gold is out there? Um, you, can't, you can't pitch the left You can't watch the first episode and that be no. pitch. I'm just here Help doing the George Travolta meme right now. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my, uh, thank you for, my new favourite meme. Because sometimes it is like, uh, what's it? 
maybe you've just helped me cotton on to something, right? Because, yeah, where do you start? If I want Christopher oh. to get into the show that is the leftovers, you can't. Cause the, so maybe the only technicality I can do is on the side, just be keeping up with what he's watching, and then I just pitch the next episode so we can at least talk about it. So I yeah. want to get more drama in there, right? And I feel like yeah. occasionally Christopher's, well, he went from frozen to having a very furrowed brow. <laughs> <laughs> I assume uh, me trying to talk through the the theory there, because yeah, I don't know how else something like the the leftovers could get a shout on the pod when that's such a good show. So I just have to get the ball rolling somehow, and when he's already into it, jump on it and say, "Hey, next one's for the pod." Maybe. You know what? If I, if if it was more accessible, I know what episode I would pitch. Really? It's Ooh. it's tough to. Put, yeah, put, it, put it out into the ether, just in case it comes back around. What episode would that okay. be? I don't want to... Or don't. Uh, it's <laughs> called International Assassin. Okay, okay. I actually remember that one. That's fantastic. Finally, um, what is your... There's one... This is So this is canon. The last one is just a, a riff and talk about a bit of culture before we get out of here. But this canon one is very important because me and Christopher might end up assembling a whole book club out of everyone's book pictures. Alistair, what is your favourite book? And while you think on it, Christopher, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Um, oh, oh, okay, yeah, my brain's doing Chris the thing. Get it? Yeah, Christian, get it. I've got it. it. Oh, I've, yeah, course, I've got of it. Of course, of course, of course. Of three, course. three, two, two one. one. Scanner darkly. Scanner darkly. Yeah, by Philip K. Dick. Yeah, everyone did it. There you go. Yeah, points are shared. He's can only you tell, got can you tell like the twelve copies of it. Yeah, Ali's done. Um, Ali's got the. Uh, on the road Jeff Barlow relationship is uh, Ali with Ascana Darkly in terms of he has lots of editions he has me beat quite badly I think I've only got four to five and you're on how many? I, I don't actually know but I've got it in I've got it in Italian Swedish Spanish Is that uh, like your fridge magnet yeah. thing where if you go to a country you'll get the version of Ascana Darkly? No, it was it was, it was <laughs> in the in visiting it's, it's key rings uh, I've got a few fridge magnets they're all gifted yeah. it's mm. key rings yeah, key rings and pins. No, no, I bet, but I meant rather than getting a key ring, you get a version of a standard oh, sorry. Yeah, place, yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll try. Yeah. I'll try. I've slowed down a bit. I've slowed down a bit. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll try. I've never read it or if watched the just... movie. Oh, that's. In, I, I was going to say about the movie because that is. Um, I'm, I'm a big. I like Scanner Darkly movie guy, but I've always been like. I'm just I'm just hovering outside Philip K. Dick's very weird haunted house, having enjoyed many film adaptations, not quite sure where to start often. But like if you're just, you know, a quick elevator pitch and someone's like, oh, it's kind of darkly Philip K. Dick. I've heard it like, why would you why is that? Why is that the one for you? What would what would you say? Um, it, I don't I'm not 100 percent sure. It's kind of it's, a, oh, again, a, it's, a uni, it's a universal struggle type one. You sort of like mm. looking in. You, it's using the 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 framing of drugs to mm. basically look in, look inside yourself. Yes. Um, it's a very, yeah, self-introspective deep type book and film. It's, and in terms of a film adaptation goes, it's mm. pretty, it's pretty loyal. A couple of characters get merged into one, but other than that, it's pretty, pretty loyal to the book. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Oh, I really like that shout. I love that. Um, I love that part of your answer before you got to the universal struggle thing and the looking inside yourself and drugs was like, I'm not actually sure. Cause I think that's actually some, sometimes the most honest answer you have to start from there. It's like, it's just this sort of alchemy and weirdness that happened. And it's like timing a lot of the time and whatever it is, but I like the part of you doesn't know, but it's just, it is your book, right? No matter what it is your fucking yeah. book. I read it in a, maybe it was a day or two days while I worked, I used to work at the bookshop. 
So yes. I read it. I sat behind the counter. I used to sit behind the counter and read books because it wasn't <laughs> that it wasn't that busy. Shock horror! It, it closed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just used to sit behind the counter and read books. Oh, and I didn't always... actually know that. That's fucking. That sounds idyllic. What what bookshop was this? Yeah, it was Corbett's in Pinner. Ooh! Oh now, wow! Which is now a Starbucks, if you can believe. That. <laughs> oh, of course we can believe it. Oh, that was a Corbett's, and you worked there, and that's where you read Scanner Darkly. That's fucking beautiful. A beautiful piece of Harrow history just made it onto the pod now. Um, this, this is a fun one just for you to air out and shout out one or two things that have happened in your life. But this bonus one um, will one day give Bex the chance to, to circle around and give us her, her answer on this because this will be fun, especially for you to guess, Christopher. This one, we're not going to have guesses. Ali's out there. He's lived a life. We don't know. What is, um, off the top of your head, uh, one or two of your favourite live performances you've ever attended? Oh, so I have seen... Queens of the Stone Age in Rough Trade East. Ah, oh, jeez. Which is pretty, 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 pretty damn up cool. there. Yeah. Um, I love how a good shout for those sorts of things is always put one of my favorite bands in a quite unusual place for them. Because similarly, I saw Radiohead at 93 feet east. They couldn't fit into Rough Trade. Christopher, shout out, gave me the shout to make it in time for that. And that, yeah, just... My biggest like, moment today. <laughs> yeah that's the hall of fame fomo number one um yeah just seeing that bigger band in that small and confined a space yeah it's, it's quite special isn't it and yeah and then i, I saw royal blood on their first tour and they're now sort of arena type people mm. uh, so i saw them somewhere small and just, i've seen they're Glass just slagging off radio few. one festivals now on stage which is fun oh yeah I, i've got i had lots of takes on that i remember you, you guys referenced it on the podcast. oh did we? you were you listening <laughs> I, think thinking, we did. I got yeah. takes right now what were they because i yeah i, I remember oh, it's just they, you know they, they needed to calm down a little bit but they were just it's a poor it's a poor selection for a radio one thing in Inverness. it's not a good it's a poor right. selection of band for that yeah, they're not. Right. They're not. Radio One crowds are not really a, a broad Radio One crowd's not going to care. No. Yeah, so My, it, it was yeah. not unexpected. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing. Yeah, not unexpected. Not a big. Yeah, it's just like in this day and age, we need to go crazy about something, right? So once Twitter found some fun clips, yeah, you know, uh, but yeah, it was in now that months have passed. That seems like such a small deal. Like God yeah. bless us for having fun with it, right? <laughs> but like it was really, really nothing. It I'm was sorry, really minor. Sorry for the bit of shade, but like if that I, I even forgot it was a Radio One crowd and like I didn't realise Radio One crowds cared enough to even turn up to live music. So fair play to them for being in a fucking field. I didn't think they had it in them. Um that's fantastic. These are some really good shouts. And fine. This is the weirdest question, but like, I just wonder where it will take your mind. It, it was a, a fun one to, to sift through myself, right? But here we go. If we, if you could make one piece of art with one collaborator, what would it be, and who would it be with? Are you asking ChatGPT for questions, by the way? What is going no, on, Jeff? It's, it's, it's on the dock, bro. <laughs> Check out the eighty-something page dock out here. <laughs> if I could make one piece of art with yes, one. With one collaborator of your um, collaborator of your choice. Who would you collaborate with, and what would it be on? That's hard because I'm not. I'm not an artist. I don't. Right. Well, that's part of what then made me think it's still potentially an interesting question in the sense of like, hey, if you just wanted to be a producer on fucking Auntie Donna's and sit around and watch them laugh and sign <laughs> yeah, off yeah. on sketches, right? Like, it, you could take it a different way. Um, yeah, it's not necessarily to get into the nittiest of gritties. Or it's almost like just, you know, you it's, a, it's a variation wanna, on the. Maybe you just want to do your like own chicken dance with Will Arnett, something like that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right, that, yeah. that is art. It's like, who do you want to hang out with? with really? 
Well, I, you know, I, I, so I'm not an artist. I don't make, I don't make anything. I don't, you know, uh, but I, I used to do film. So it would probably be mm. film. Mm. I used to, uh, not, not, you know, I did film at yeah. college. And we, we did so film. Probably, out. Me and you did film. It'd probably be something. <laughs> yeah, we did film. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably film. something film, film related. Shout out Derek at Harrow World. Oh, I didn't really like Derek. Hope he's our listener. Sorry, Derek. Shout out retracted by one member of the panel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, um, film at Harrow College made me hate Blade Runner. That's all I know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's oh we watched it over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, do, I think that's part of... I think you have to go through that because I think also it made a lot of people hate Of Mice and Men and it made a lot of people, people hate this and that. And for a while, I got very in my feelings about like humanities will often do that. It will take this thing you found art and it will just, just fucking run it into the ground. You overwatch it, overanalyze it. It's like, yeah, but like, listen, you, you go through it. You have to, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's kind of healthy to, for a few things you do maybe ruin and overwatch and overanalyze, but then you come out the other side, like now I'm a bit more conscious. I don't have to do that to every piece of art. But yeah, I think, I think sometimes you have to do that. But it's interesting that was Blade Runner. Shout out Philip K. Dick once again. Okay. It made me hate bicycle thieves. Oh, like, why? Wow! I don't know why. Italian why is that cool? cinema, yeah. yeah, why is that? That's always listed in like you so pick up a pick up a thousand films to watch before yeah, you die. Dude, I saw there. it at the like, Prince Charles why? about six months ago, and it blew my mind. <laughs> Fucking wicked film. Um, <laughs> I, 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 that, that might get pitched, you know. Um, so sorry, did you, did you land somewhere? We started like 10 different kinds so of, so who are you collaborating on a you... film with Ali? <laughs> yeah. Film. Uh, who, who I collaborate on a film with. Don't say George Lucas. Uh, are you in the, no, re- I in won't the re- George Lucas. you in the reanimated corpse of Philip K. Dick going to do the next star Wars? Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'd want a, maybe I'd want a, uh, a sequel. Philip, Philip K. Dick. Uh, he started working on a mm. on a Do Andrew's Dream Electric Sheep sequel and he never finished it, so maybe it maybe ah, that. Ah nice. Imagine. You went from reading it behind the counter at Corbett's to uh I mean that's all that happened. The other thing is just a theoretical imagined scenario, but but still we like to dream, we like to think, we like to talk, we like to share. Christopher, don't you don't you think we had just a lovely time today? Yeah, it's just when he when he when he says that uh, book title, I remember that one of my very first early band names I thought I might have was Electric Sheep. No, it was not. It was, <laughs> and I hadn't even read the book. I just thought it was cool. I thought that sounds like that's like a cool book title, and I'm going to take the end of it, and that's going to be like it sounds like one of those stories you tell people about where you got your band name from. Even though I didn't put any of the effort in reading the book, which just, which just sums me up in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> I thought of one actually, a better one actually. It would be Jeff, Ooh. me and you would, would actually make that yeah. album that we made in uh, uh, <laughs> in media t- studies. T- okay, so I, I I had you know this is this is our this is our age, but I had I had forgotten this, and maybe a year or two ago now. This is where you know you you're found getting it, old. Didn't like, you? I'm forgetting I'm forgetting remembering the thing. Yeah, Ali found. Um, so we were in the same media studies class in high school. Um, so you see you gotta shout out Derek because at least I hit remember his name. I'm not even remembering the media studies teacher's name. What do you remember, Alan? Hey. Thank you. And um yeah, at some point we had to create an album and whether it was the offspring or slightly more new metal style Limp Biscuit, the Lincoln Park era had just begun, all of that sort of stuff. Me and Ali definitely had um crossover interests and like there what I still think to this day, it like it's a striking thing to remember the Limp Biscuit album cover, especially. Like what the fuck is that? 
right? It's just yeah. very striking. And, you know, a lot of that stuff was floating around. And yeah, for media studies, we had to create our own um, album cover. And the way that me and you got into this fucking project, and um, I think you were the one to actually draw it. Listen, I was there contributing ideas, but you drew the motherfucker and it was great. And it was a guy with like a cardboard box in his head. And we came up with lots of band names for it. And um, yeah, uh, very fondly remember. If one day that can be brought to life in some way, what a full circle that would be. Yeah. Did if you have a of song names somehow, in the back as well? Yeah, we came up with a full track list. Yeah, I can't. Oh, what were they? My, I, I, I think I've got one I can remember, Let's which go. was um, uh, Satan the Tank Engine. It <laughs> <laughs> you know was really yeah, that's, funny. That's, funny. You that's, say that's that. a vegan restaurant now. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, it's really funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I, it's a vegan restaurant that. in a train. <laughs> it's so funny when you say that, Ali. I literally feel the same parts of my brain working, enjoying either coming up with that or being part of coming up with that. Like I barely have grown because like, I'm like, yeah, that's the sort of shit that I would get very excited to come up with. Like super dumb, <laughs> tiny bit of a play on words, you know, very genre specific. Oh, that's so, so fucking funny. Um, we need, I need to go find that art again because uh, all the nostalgia, but listen, we love having you on this show. I love that you've introduced me to these boys now because a big part of why, um, culture is special to share with people is the the connections that get made that's why i love having guests on ali's a, a very big deal to, to have you on the pod today and now you are forever associated with these three boys and as i say they together forever or die um don't die but just you know can can your breakdown your breakup eventually not actually ruin me as it usually does um but yeah what a fun <laughs> first two episodes i very much guarantee they'll be coming up again in future episodes we can't have wait to have you back on the pod we were having lots of discussion on the pre-pod meeting about when that will be so stay tuned there is no chance this will be his last appearance and um book club has another entry so we're really happy about that christopher before we get out of here today oh, is um, he, are we gonna make, get it, him to pitch us something or and then yeah, regardless say, of how the, the next one plays out, we can always keep it in the bank for when we need it. I was going to say, if, if it's cool with you, Christopher, I feel like I feel like your boy out here, he's, he's sitting on a couple of gems. So I, I would really like to, to put one out into the ether again. We have proved, even if it takes months, we eventually get to it. So do you have something for us, Alistair? Uh, yeah, I'll do a very speedy pitch. And it, mm. he's in, it's culturally relevant at the moment. So... Ooh. Uh, a little bit. Uh, I saw Chris the other day, and we were talking about uh, the late show or the the late night shows. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of them is getting a new host. Ah. Oh, so the, okay. So uh, one of them is getting a new host, who is uh, Taylor Tomlinson, who is a stand up Taylor comedian. Tomlinson. So uh, you're going to watch her stand up special, which is called "Look at You." Ah. Which is on Netflix. Fantastic. She's she's going to be on. She's going to be on after Colbert. So yes, she's she's got she's, the new late late show. She's got the new late late show. Exactly. So it's culturally relevant. Who took yeah. over from Craig Ferguson? Who took over from Craig Kilborn? It's been a whole load of Craigs and then Corden, which was just yeah. what was that Is about? It just one I special like one she day, has. Uh, she's multiple specials, but I, that's the one I can remember the name of right now. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I um, saw her pop I up saw, uh, there, and I was very like, yeah. who is this and why don't I know her? So it's funny how you always pitch, at least at me, someone who just is somehow inexplicably off my radar. Taylor Tomlinson, yeah? Yeah, I saw her, I saw her in London earlier this year, ah. and she was very good. So. How, how, Ali? And she turned out just to be the new Late Late Show host. How were you already on this bandwagon? Uh, I feel like I, this might have been a, an algorithm again. Nice. 
I am a big, like, I will, like, shut down the algorithm and stuff. But turns out the algorithm actually gets you the good stuff sometimes. Mm, um, shout out. What was the, what was love, the special call? The... Sorry again, I missed it. It's called uh, Look at You. Look Taylor at Tomlinson, you. Look at You is now pitched. So we'll see you deep, deep into the depths of 2024. You have no idea probably. how lucky you are, Ali, that you didn't just pitch me a late <laughs> show thing. <laughs> Just, just put it out hey, there, st- and on st- Thursday you'll find st- out why. I still feel like it's late, late show themed, so that's good enough for me. Um, that was that's a that's a really fun pitch. We haven't had stand up for a while. To be fair, I don't think we've ever had a lady doing some stand up comedy for us. So this is going to be an Let's absolute hope it's uh, funny. treat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I can't wait. Guesses and scores and the such. Like at this point, Ali, you did so good with the scores. It's almost not fair to lock you out week to week. I bet you'll start beating us the same way you do in the wrestling prediction sheet. But um, <laughs> as of now, I'm going to box you out until you're on the episode. So <laughs> see you on the next one. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you on, bro. Do you want to plug anything on the way out? Uh, I'm still pr- plugging uh, my beer-related Instagram. If anyone let's go, it's I'm also that I'm now uh, certified Cicerone Level One, which is the the beer expert course. So you know, yeah, the beer, the the beer recommendations out. are coming from coming from a certified wow. cicerone level one and what and what, what sort of shit goes down becoming certified you have to drink a lot of beer or i used to drink some beer yeah yeah um, nice. so it's a it's a it's a exam it's a drink I'd some beer, for do some research and do an exam so. this is some this is some good stuff <laughs> i'm, I'm so taken like... aback by that but i'm also very proud of you it's very strange yeah <laughs> well done taken aback with pride (laughs) another title we won't get but that's that's what we're feeling towards our our special guest this week our special guest co-host one of the boys forever and for now we've had a great time we'll see you again very shortly we'll see you again with ali one day for now this is the bit where i say goodbye and he says take care so goodbye and take care and bye ali (laughs) bye Bye, ali (laughs) if you don't like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak the microphones bleed because they're so cheap we're sorry to your ears if you don't like the intro or the bit in the middle of this outro or if you don't like the whole show question why were you here if you don't like the podcast if you think we both speak too fast too many tangents never stay on task pick up a book instead if you don't like what we recommend if your patience wears thin towards the end if you think you could do better with your friend please go ahead if you don't like this content or like me the word content then please go be more content and never listen to us again